Alright guys, welcome to a special edition of Being in the Nut. This is going to delve a little bit deeper into some personal issues. I'm really going to open myself up here. It's going to be a lot of my personal traumas that I've experienced through life. And I hope that specifically the traumas that happened to me um, and that have shaped me and my character, I hope that it can help at least one other person um, specifically males because there's not a long, long, um, large support system out there for males that have been sexually abused. So we're going to go through this. It's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be lighthearted. I'm going to make probably some distasteful jokes that are at my own expense. And we're going to get to this. That's true. Yeah. So this is... I've opened up, I know, about it to you before outside of the podcast but the long and short of it is um as a child for seven years i was molested and we're gonna talk about hopefully all of everything that has to do with that males that that might have happened to and i want to put it into cycles because it seems like when it happens, uh, and for me personally, it's not something I understand because working in law enforcement and military and stuff like that, you see this stuff on a regular basis and you see sexual assaults and usually they're one-offs or something like that, but sometimes they're a repetitive action that happens and usually it happens from it gets almost passed down where somebody gets molested by somebody older than them and it becomes normalized which has been a psychological trend that I believe was spoken about on again Joe Rogan but um, like it gets passed down like it's a normalized thing where you got molested so it's normalized to you and you molest somebody else and it gets normalized to them and uh, it, it did happen to me, and I'm hoping to break the tr that train. Uh, be because personally, from my point of view, I don't understand it. It did happen to me for seven years. I want to be able to look at what my cousin did to me and pass it along to somebody else that it helps them. Because it made me suicidal. It made me not okay as a human being now looking back it's not the e easiest thing to talk about um, I, I feel like because my cousin molested me for seven years I feel like it happened to him and it was normalized so he felt like he could do it to somebody else and for me when it happened to me after realizing everything that happened I went the same storm that essentially drowned him and made him recommit the act was the same storm that I used to fill my sails and attack the issue, which has taken, I don't know, at this point, 19 years of my life. And if I'm being honest, once you figure out what happened, it's as a male especially somebody like me that's been in military and stuff like that, you try to be always very masculine, very alpha. 
And it, it, it's something that we need to address because I feel like there's not a good enough support system out there for guys that have been molested or people that have been molested in general. But for guys, usually it's, hey, suck it up, toughen up, you'll be okay. And the fact is, you're not. You're psychologically affected and it's not okay. So tonight, me and Eric, uh, besides the, what, one and a half hour podcast we did before this, we're going to get into it and really delve deep into some sensitive subjects that I hope, I hope this spreads, and if one other dude listens to this and is like, oh fuck, this happened to me as a kid and I thought something was wrong with me, it's not. Seek some help. Seek some counseling. That's what I'm currently doing. You can get better. And yeah, we're we're gonna get into some dark dark subjects here tonight that are separate from our normal lighthearted bullshitting, talking about ghosts and ghouls and cryptids and all that the shit. Flush for that way. Yeah, basically. Would you? I, I got a nice cocktail in front of me tonight. What would you make me here, Eric? So tonight, it literally made you uh So it's a Irish whiskey with ginger ale. And I also made myself a nice gallon of... It's a... Gosh dang it. Blueberries, berry, and strawberries. I'm not gonna lie, I just took a sip of that for the first time and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And, and like I said, so I say I made myself that naturally. It's not too shabby. I put a uh, simple syrup in there. For a lot of people who don't know what simple syrup is, it's literally liquid sugar. One part sugar, one part water. Boil it down. And that's what it is. And, and that's actually the basis of the podcast we originally started. Even correct, though we correct, 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 correct. strayed from that greatly with our normal ghost routine now. And now we're straying from that greatly with... Um, well, I mean... Fuck, we, what do you want to call it? Great I mean, personal injury? Te- yeah, I was trying to say technically... Our podcast said, hey, you know what? We're going to just talk anything about from the bar industry into... Everything. Everything and anything. And if you, we have some loyal followers, which to all of you, I am fucking grateful to the point you don't know. And, uh, and most of you guys were so small at this point. I want to have all you guys on and just fucking bullshit with you guys. Maybe we'll have a bar podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We're trying to work a bar podcast where we talk about our shit and just have a good time. Have a couple beers or brews or whatever. Beers or brews. Whatever it is. Basically, whatever anything Adult is. pops and we'll fucking have yeah, a good time. Go. We're, we're working on that. and Maybe some ghost hunts we can all interact in in the local El Paso area. Um, but tonight we're going to get into some very real, confirmed uh, evil is basically what I'm going to call it. And especially being from this side of the board, I'm going to... And it's kind of creepy cause, just because it, it, it is... Starting a storm outside. Yeah, we we have a good we have a good tone set. No, no, it's literally like there are fucking 
the lights going outside. Not lights, but uh, lightning, what I mean, like lightning. lightning it, it is starting to go. It's a good, it's it's a good starting, tone. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, gnarly, pretty scary kind of stuff like that. A, a good vibe <laughs> for exactly what we're talking about, just in yes. general. And if, like I said before, this is very uh, pointedly aimed at. Males and females that have been sexually victimized. That's I mean, a real thing. That's actually a really, really, really thing. Like, it's just not all women. It really isn't. And, it's, and, and it I know happens we, to men yeah, all the fucking time. And, and I know it's we crazy. talked about this with, like, Lexi, and uh, that was a big part of when we were first starting off, like, getting females' point of view from the bar scene. But, like, males, especially younger males, just in life... Just in general. Shit man. might Shit, happen man. to you and you're going to get the typical response of shut the fuck up, suck it up, and we're going to push on. And that, it'll it'll plant a seed. The seed's already planted from what happened to you if that happens. It's but true. Yeah. It, it's yeah, going to germinate that seed to fucking, it's going to spread out to poisonous points in your life. I'm kind of spreading my story to help it's kind of cathartic. We're going to get it out there. Hopefully, you know, a lot of people are going to be turned off by this. But if, if one person, whether it be male or female, hears this is like, oh, fuck, I was groomed for this. Or no, no, this exactly. or that. no, you're, you're, you're. They hear it. They understand. Let's let's get it out there. It's true. We're, just... we're going to take a hard, hard turn from our normal lighthearted podca- podcast and uh, we'll we'll see how far this goes. <laughs> um, personally, I want to spread it because it's my personal story as far as it can. And I can spread that story. Even those are ongoing legal investigation. Uh, that part is ended. It's now to the sentencing. But we're going to get to it. There is help for you. There is fucking... Truthfully, I didn't do the research... I'm sure there's outreach programs, but if there's not, fucking hit me up. Hit Eric up. He'll link you to me. Hey, if he doesn't, no matter what. Like, yeah. I have the personal experience, and I've made it through to the other side where, truthfully, you're not okay. That's not that's not something that you're you're not gonna hit a point where you're like, oh, I'm 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 normal. Everything's okay. You're just gonna realize, oh shit. Some fucked up shit happened to me by somebody that's like 13 years older than me or, you know, at your variable of years. But somebody took advantage of me when I didn't know better or they were in a position of power or whatever. And it's not right. And we need to end that. And this isn't a feminist rant where I'm trying to win the lefties over or anything. This is just a human rant <laughs> where I feel like regardless of your political or any stance whatever it is yeah. if you look it's at correct, it you're correct, gonna correct, say correct, correct, correct. oh shit we need to fucking we need to do something um and the worst part is i don't know where the fuck to start uh well hmm. let's read this way all right let me ask you a series of questions so when you're younger um Oh, fuck. You're a gang, huh? Alright, let's put it this way. Um, 
what happened or what 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 exactly what was it or what I remember saying you're saying you're, you're not seven but no I was I was way younger than seven um and I remember the exact first time it happened it was 1999 2000 era um we had a big 4th of July party at my house. Mm-hmm. We had all the family over. We were a very family-oriented group. All the extended cousins, everybody's there. Um, and in the changing bathroom area, there's kind of a hole with this surface area. Uh, or the uh, surface area, the storage area. And I remember us playing a game before that happened. And it was two teams, all the families, so it's like 20 person per team. Mm-hmm. So 40 folks total. And you have a, a salad spoon or something like that. And it had a piece of yarn tied to it. And so everybody sat there and it was like, hey, weave it through your bathing suit. Which, out loud, sounds creepy. But everyone's just trying to fucking weave it through faster and everyone had been swimming through the day it was kind of a difficult task but it's fun yeah uh, bathing suits were a little bit more conservative and I was fucking like four so like I remember uh, a whole bunch about why we're playing this specific game and I remember standing next to my cousin Brooke and I accidentally just ripped off my pants to it and I giggled. That that was it. She was female. I giggled. Okay. That's an embarrassing moment. That happens. That's fine. So everyone threads it through their bathing suit. Whoever, whatever line wins, wins. Yeah. And you're kind of separated to that group for the remainder of the contest. It's like, okay. And then I remember being in the storage room. Um, and my cousin Josh was going to the bathroom and there's a hole in the wall and they're like, oh, I can see you think and I was born in 1993 April 14th 1993 is my birthday 1990 uh, July 4th 1999 is the date of this party okay I remember oh, I see you thing is funny like as a little kid you don't have those ulterior motives like, yeah. you don't have the knowledge you just see somebody and you're like, ah, I saw you on the toilet. You laugh. Yeah, I'm thinking nothing of it. Yeah. He's like, oh, come here, come here, come here, come here. And so I go outside of that room and into that bathroom and it's like, oh, look, at this is my dick. Touch it. I'll mm-hmm. touch your dick. And it's like, in your head, it's, it seems like an innocent act. Yeah. And from there, that's how um, conditioning gets imposed. And so I remember that being the first time that that happened, where he had me touch him. And it was like, oh, weird, fucking avoid it. But then it wasn't every time the family got together, which was every major holiday and usually once a month, shit was happening like that. Okay, it's not... I apologize. It's not okay. But that's that's kind of the standard. Nothing's really happened yet. Um, besides the little bit of touching, which yeah, is yeah. obviously not okay. But as a little kid, you don't think of that. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm four. Right? 1999, 1993. Uh, I'm four or five. Mm-hmm. So, then as things go on, like, they're moving, and it's like... Um, I remember hiding from my cousin because things had progressed more yeah. aggressively. It was like, I remember hiding at my aunt and uncle's, um, they're moving at the time. They, they had gotten a divorce, they're moving, they're in Sanger. And I remember hiding in the fucking playground in the park across the street because they're, my cousin and all his friends were playing catch and I was like I was trying to hide from my cousin yeah because I didn't want to interact with him and I had to go to the bathroom so bad but I was terrified to move because he couldn't find me where I was at and I pissed myself I walked back to the house and like you pissed yourself I got in so much trouble and I was like oh fuck I don't want to tell anybody about this shit yeah yeah and so that's that's a little bit of that conditioning right there. It's just a little bit of like, yeah, you don't want to fucking tell anybody about this shit. Oh, of course. And then you go on. And it's like, okay, they actually moved. So the next weekend, they're actually moving to the new house. And I'm hiding behind the entertainment center in the den, just fucking bawling my eyes out. And they're like, why are you crying? What's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't want to fucking hang out with Josh. I'm like, I want to hang out with you guys in the... I, you want to make me hang out with the kids and it's fucking rough. I don't want yeah. to do it. Not that that was my exact sentiment as a fucking five-year-old or uh-huh. four-year-old or whatever, but it was like, oh shit, that was fucking rough. I didn't want to do that. And then it goes on. And the family family meetings, sometimes shit happened, sometimes shit didn't, you know, whatever. Not not downplaying it, whatever is a big deal, but you just kind of get used to it. That's kind right. of a normal flow of things. That's just kind of what happens. Everybody goes off, you go off with your cousin, you see his, he sees yours, you guys play with each other, he tells you what to do. That seems normal. And then he moves in with you, and then it becomes, oh, I have porn, oh, look at this, we should try this, and it, and it progresses into a full-on molestation that you mm-hmm. don't realize. And that happens within a year. And then it's seven years of that shit. And you're... as Who I am today, it's difficult to admit. Because I've been very adamant. And like... Uh, I failed out at EOD school in the Army. Became an MP. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows me knows that I fucking hated that job. But I had rules. My number... My rules uh, structure went with, don't betray your country. If you do anything like that, I'm going to do everything with my power to investigate you and fuck you up. Yeah. Which, honestly, all those, all that shit gets passed up to CID and higher, and they do deal with that shit. Or That's MPI. true. No, yeah. um, don't take advantage of those lesser than you. Don't beat or sexually abuse your wife or children. Mm-hmm. Get, if you do that, I don't give a fuck what the law says. I'm going to try to do everything I can to fuck your life up. Even outside of the law. I'm going to try to do everything I can. Um, So, and murder. Uh, Murder, I totally understand. 
unfortunately, I have to get you in trouble for. Okay. And I've been in the case where you have the battered housewife that murdered her husband and then 14 hours later called in the suicide. And Why did the body get dragged <laughs> through the blood when he was dead and he shot himself twice in the head? It's like, oh, you fucking killed him. Uh, that's like, a, yeah. And that's not something I can get away with, regardless of what no, he did for you. We have to fucking course. acknowledge that. So, so there's that. But it's like, got out and I've always been off. It doesn't matter who you talk to. I've always been kind of a weirder on the fringe dude that's just not quite. I've always been weird with like, oh, am I autistic? Like, I've been terrified. Not that there's anything disparaging about those traits or whatever, but it's like, I've been worried that there's something wrong with me. And it turns out there is. You can't molest a kid for seven years. Um, My cousin lived with us for a good portion of those years. Yeah, yeah. Where he was moving, and it was a daily, multiple times a day occurrence. And it was... um, Without getting graphic, because that is the difficult part to get into. If you can imagine it, that's basically what happened. Um, And so that's difficult. And then I was raised in a very religious family where it's like... Gays are the devil. If you're gay, you're going to hell. Oh, yeah. And I remember specifically on the way to uh, Mount Shasta, which is just below Shaver Lake in, uh, in the Yosemite Mountains. Uh, basically, Yosemite. Think of that. You're there. Mm-hmm. I remember making a joke about watching Jackass on the way up, and I was like, they found the town of Uranus. Yeah. And, of the, course the, and I tried to give innocent jokes like I was like I was laughing about it in the car and I was like they said this that the first thing I said is like what meat do you like in Uranus and I was just a yeah. fucking young kid that doesn't register in your mind yeah. as like that's a sexual fucking innuendo and they're like oh what and my mom ta- brought me home and she was a massage therapist she had a lot of books about anatomy and physiology and all that and she's like that means this man and this man put his penis in that and he has AIDS and he's going to die. So for a large number of my younger years, I thought that that A, automatically made me gay. No, yeah. B, that automatically meant I had AIDS and I was going to fucking die. And I was fucking terrified. And my mom was like, that's an unforgivable sin. And the Lord will never forgive you. So in my mind, I was like, as a young kid, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell for what I did. As an adult, I know that, like, that's, whether you believe or not, what I was groomed to believe as a nah. child was not true. And so it was just a hard thing where it's like, I couldn't tell my parents because I was, and this isn't a knock on them, but I was scared that they would disown me nah, because nah, I was gay. Nah, even nah, though I, 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 I'm, I was not then, nor am I now sexually attracted to men but it's like that's what you're trained and you didn't know you're being trained and truthfully I don't even think Josh because he's a fucking retard was purposely training me I think somebody did that to him and he did it to me but then I have the problem of that same storm that made you drowned and do that to somebody else 
It's the same storm that filled my sails and was like, I will never let that happen to another person no, in my no, charge. No, absolutely. I will you're right, you're right, fucking die before that happens. Because it fucks with a young psyche so much. Mm-hmm. Imagine being fucking seven or eight years old and you're like, I'm gay, I have AIDS, and if I ever let anybody know, my parents will disown me and mm-hmm. I'm going to hell. That's a heavy weight to fucking No, carry. it's true, it's true. It, it really is. Especially when you fully believe it. It's like, dude, I'm fucking ruined beyond belief, and I'm fucking done. And then the church always says, like, oh, we're all about forgiveness, blah, 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 but then my parents were really into it. And anytime anything happened with any other couple or whatever in the church, it, it was always a scandal, and everyone talks about it. It's like, oh, no, shit. No, you're right, no. no you're so you just right. shut the fuck up. And then... You know, I got married, and unfortunately, and I'm not disparaging my ex-wife, we were just too young to get married. No, oh, yeah. Um, we had two kids, not on purpose, at least on my part. I just did what I always do. But, and then I had two kids. And it's like, you have this weird moment that you can't share with anybody else where it's like, you remember those moments in yeah. your childhood, and you're like, I can never, ever let this happen to my child. If that ever happened, there's not a force on earth that would stop me from stopping them. And, but so you're fucking, I was terrified to tell my parents about that. Huh. Anything. And while my marriage went on, it was not a good marriage, and that's not saying that my ex-wife was a bitch or I was an asshole. Because both are true. She was a bitch and I was an asshole. We were just too young to be married and have kids. But we're good co-parents, I will say. We're good for the kids, just we're not good for each other. Um, And so it's just like, you you interact with the other kids, other people on your social level, and people you think think higher of you, and you're like, if they think I'm a gay, they'll disown me. And the other... Only outlet or uh, not so yeah. but your social circle outside of my school and sports was church. And I'm like, if they ever found out, they're gonna fucking disown me. I'm not gonna have a house. I'm not. I'm gonna be homeless. That's how homeless people happen is because they're gay or whatever. Like, I grew up some weird stereotypes, and so. We go through all that. I, I hit it until my mom was like, why don't, after the divorce and everything, she's like, now that you're getting out of the army, why won't you move back to your kids? I'm like, because somebody else has to die. I can't live on the same plane of existence as a certain person. They did shit to me. I was very vague. Nah. Like, I can't do it. My mom was smart enough, God bless her, to, uh, she's like, I think it's one to two people. And her co- my cousin Josh was the first pick on her list. It happened to be right. And she was like, she, he came over to the house one day and she's like, just tell me. Zach already told me. Get it all out in the open. And he's fucking stupid. He might have an, like a mental disability. I'm not sure. He's just not, he, he's stupid as fuck. And he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. 
Then she's like, he already told me, you admit it now, or or else, basically. And she's like, well, I don't know what he told you. And she's like, fucking tell me, because you already told me everything. Because yeah. once she got a little sniff of chum, chum in the water, she's like, oh, I got you. Okay. And God bless her, she's like, tell me everything he already told me. So it's your word against his. And he was like, oh, it fucking happened. And this and that, blah, blah, blah. He but, just, yeah. But at first it was only twice. That's what he said. And that's what he still maintains in court today. And I know specific dates. But prove him wrong. Specifically, every single holiday. He lived with us. And when he lived with us, it was every single day, once to twice a day. And, and it's like, that... That's way above and beyond what is, like, uh, I almost said standard, which there's no standard for that. There absolutely is always wrong, but it's like, that's way above and beyond, and they brought you into their home to live with you for mm-hmm. free, and, like, so she flipped out, and then she called me, she's like, I'm so sorry, I just learned what happened, and me and her have had our issues, and it's a difficult thing to deal with as a family, because even when she said that, I was like, not that we're close, we have a lot of disagreeing views, but I'm like, you're gonna fully disown me now as your son. Like, I'm already a fuck-up, but now you're done with me. And she's like, I'm so sorry I let this happen. No. Unfortunately, she turned it to the point where she was like, it's all her fault, and she's the victim. And I'm like, uh, last time I went home, we had a big uh, argument where she's like, you don't know how bad I feel, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Yeah, well, you weren't the one that got fucked. So. Yeah, true, no, true, true, true. And literally, I was like, you weren't the one that got fucked in the ass, and my kids weren't in the car, I would have drove us off a cliff. <laughs> and so it's, I tried to kill myself multiple times over this, and there's just something that fucked up my life so strongly that just tying this all up, I want anybody, any, anybody, but specifically males, um... I know there's no support out there for you guys. Females, I will do anything in my power to fucking help anybody, male or female, given time or night, day, whenever, I will fucking do anything I can to support you out of a bad position, whether it's I got too drunk at a bar, Mm -hmm. or it's my husband's an asshole, or my wife, or whatever. I will fucking be there. But you gotta learn what manipulation is basically since we're, we're cutting this a little bit short and it's true when somebody is sexually molesting you or whatever it's it's not always your fault you're it's you're gonna be made to feel the victim because that's what grooming does and that's how I was talking to the DA and the judge I was groomed for years to be this person that won't talk about stuff and whatever. And when it did come out, everybody, all my family was like, how did it happen to you? You were the strong wheel, strong willed, quiet, like I'm going to do whatever I set my mind to kid. And then it happened to you. We would have thought it happened to your brother who is more meek and impressionable. No, it's, it's like training a dog. Unfortunately, you you teach him young and you teach him through scare tactics and just like terrorists do and it's evil. You and so I 
I know the solution. We don't have the balls for it now. But ultimately, I want to be a voice for people that have been sexually molested or assaulted. Uh, specifically males, since there's not, there's not a voice there. Nobody's out there talking like, bro, I got fucking molested. If you say that around a group of guys, and I've tried to reach out to my guy friends about this, and God bless them, they're the fucking best dudes in the world, they will listen to my bullshit, but at the end of the day, they're like, fucking keep that shit to yourself. Do you want to kill them? I'll help you kill them. Other than that, I fucking got nothing. Dude, I get that. That would be my reaction. So I'm not... My my friends are the best friends in the world, so 100%. I'm not disparaging them in the least. But... We need to develop a support system. Especially, like... There's a lot of shit out there for females. But for guys, for the most part, still, it's still... Suck it up. Tough it out. And that is... It's not okay, and it will fuck with your brain till the end of time. It doesn't matter what side it pops out on. For me, it's more on the psychological side where it's like, I'm going to become Dexter and kill hundreds of serial killers until I get caught, or what have you. But I'm trying to use my pain and my story as something for somebody else, where they can be like, oh, fuck. Okay, it's not just me. I'm not just this fucking weirdo in this weird position. Fucking don't tell everybody else if you don't feel comfortable. Hit up me at Zach Romanowski. Um, Eric Hilson, you to me. Fucking hit up somebody. I don't give a fuck. You need somebody. So make it known. Make it known that this behavior is unacceptable. And let's fucking change the climate. That's all I got for a short little fucking burst here. <laughs> um, I would love to go more in depth with it. That's about as much as I can share without fucking writing shit down and getting uh, too... Uh, descriptive. Not descriptive, but it's hard to be detached enough to talk about your story without getting emotionally involved in it. Yeah, correct. That's difficult. That's a really difficult thing to do. Plus, we've had a couple drinks. We've done a couple podcasts just tonight. Um, none of what I've said about this is bullshit, though. Um, please reach out to me if you need help. Please reach out to Eric. I don't always check my fucking Facebook messenger like I should. So just fucking persistence is key. Hit me up a couple times. I'll, I'll check it at least once a week or probably sooner Something. than that. I'll fucking get back to you. Eric will fucking at least let me know, like, hey, dickhead, being a piece of shit, check your shit. I'll fucking check my messages, get back yeah. to you. I, I want to reach out to bigger platforms where, especially in the military, males get molested by males all the fucking time, and that, get, that gets brushed under the rug versus if a male versus a female, that's a very high-profile thing. And there shouldn't be a difference. Let's it's true. Very, very true. Let's fucking take a hold of our Viking, Viking ancestry and in this shit. Um, so, uh, a little bit stray from our normal podcast. Uh, a little bit more 
in depth as well as we could while we're relatively inebriated, but that is one of the things that I know in the past I like to say I'm going to always tell you the truth, unless it's funny to tell you the lie. Uh, that was 100% the truth. It sucks. It's something I'm still dealing with today, still going to a therapist myself, because you need it. I didn't used to think I need a brain doctor, um, but you know, sometimes maybe once a month it's good to check in with somebody and be like, hey, I'm controlling my emotions this month. And then you check in with them again, and I always keep a journal or a log or something, and I'm like, uh, this week I fucking didn't do so hot. I fucking really just... It just I, goes to show like yeah. a, this is this is a real thing happening. We don't make up shit. We don't make up these anything in general this just goes to show that this is uh really real like uh yeah. we, we are here sh sharing our stories and it's really real true 100 percent. we are not here to bullshit anybody or anything like that no, we are we real just... people here to tell you like we're going to talk about some weird, crazy shit like ghosts and whatever or bar scene happenings, but also... We're being serious about this, all this. All of it. All and, of it. And this isn't something where I'm going to tell you like, oh, we're going to be here for you and then I'm going to fault out. If you reach out to me, and I don't want to sound biased, but male, female, and different, I don't give a fuck. And you were genuinely taken advantage of... I will do everything within my power to help you out. No, I will fucking... I don't give a fuck what I have going on. I will... Stop, talk to you, help you out, meet with you, have lunch. Um, fucking bring you out to my farm, let you ride on the horses. That's yeah, real okay. therapeutic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll do everything I can to help you because I know how bad that can psychologically damage somebody otherwise. So... But Otherwise, that please take into consideration that we are being humble, and we thank you guys so much for listening. A hundred percent, and I, again, I don't know if we're going about this the right way. Even being the victim, and I know in today's weird social climate, it's difficult, but uh, I know this is a weird turn for us. I want to get it out there. I want to get people help. Whether it be male, female, or fucking a snuffleupagus. Um, everybody deserves to be treated like a human. Nobody deserves to be fucking trained and, and fucking made into something subservient that is below human. Yeah, that's correct. And even if you just need to fucking sit there at the bar and have a beer, and I know that Nowadays that's frowned upon, but sometimes if you just have a friend that'll sit there and have a beer with you and fucking listen to you, it feels good. That's what me and Eric are doing on the podcast nah, right yeah. now, honestly. Um, dude, I will go to the ends of my power to help you, and so will Eric. So oh, that's right. You let us know. We'll do what we can. Uh, hopefully, help us spread this message. It's a weird one, I know. But let's get it out there. Let's help. Especially uh, my goal with this, not disparaging females. I know you guys have been through way more than males, males are. Yeah, but 
it happens a fuckload to males, and I feel like if we help the problem, it'll it'll help everything in general. No, so. That's right. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for listening once again. Please uh, reach out to us if you have any questions. You have our uh, emails and all that good stuff. So yeah, um, my email is Zach Z A K Romanowski R O M A N O W S K I at yahoo.com. Um, I don't check my email that much. My phone number is 559-392-2375. Hit me up whenever you need to. I will fucking do everything with in my power to take care of you. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for listening.